Good morning, sunshine. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast. We are your host, Juan and Abby. I'll let you say your name now, I guess. <laughs> this is presented by the Apple Corps over on Substack. Um, it is chilly in this basement, so if we sound a little shaky, it's because we are. We're cold. We're trying to conserve <laughs> warmth um, in this bunker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, what is this, the third week of the year? Yeah. We're wrapping up the first month of the year. Mm-hmm. This is the last one Boy, for what's happened. Mm-hmm. What has happened so many so things. far in this year? A lot. Lots of good changes. Mm-hmm. Well, we won't we won't say we're doing rough this week. Yeah. I think we kind of... We're okay. We're on the up and up. <laughs> Kids still the same. Expect the same. And... One of the kids screamed themselves to sleep because he wouldn't sleep. For an hour. For an hour. I tried. I did try. We both did. We had to talk each other off the ledge. (laughs) It was driving us crazy. But he's going to be one. Yeah, Theo's birthday is... Don't say when his birthday is. (laughs) I was going to say, like, this this coming weekend, like... Yeah, his party. Did we even post that? Like, did we post when he was born? Uh, and like, no. then are we sure? I know I sent people like, Maybe oh, to my personal page, whatever. Anyway, that's going to be the topic of today. We'll get to that. But um, not specifically posting Theo, but the Internet. Anyway, back to the good news. Um, things are moving forward spiritually, feeling a little more comfortable in what we're doing, mm-hmm. letting that rock. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Won't get too personal about it this week. Um, I will say we've we've opened up to more people about, like, the changes. And yeah, for sure. And it's been a little hard and, like, being that vulnerable. It's, yeah, it's been hard, but everyone's been pretty receptive to them. Just yeah. been like, all right, sweet. Yeah, cool. Do you. Yep. And then I traded in our first family car. Yeah. So, like, I said goodbye to my, my big Tucson. Oh, it was sad. Yeah. Like, we brought Theo home in that car? No. Yes. We brought Theo home in that car, but that was the first car that we upgraded with Jewel. Because um, I had to make a financially aware decision, which that was hard. Mm-hmm. That was a, a test of faith right there for a week straight. Mm-hmm. Where I, we got hit with two snowstorms. My car wasn't even there yet. Like, I went in on a Monday. Like, all right, I'm looking for something. Expecting me being impulsive, I want it when I go get it. Mm -hmm. If I waste my time to go get (laughs) something and I leave empty-handed, I feel like I wasted my time. Mm -hmm. And I failed the mission. (laughs) So I showed up, and they were like, hey, bud, we got this car coming. It's getting worked on. Um, This is the car. We'll mark it as sold. Like, Mm -hmm. we won't even post it up. They pre-approved I didn't, him. I didn't even see a picture of it. Mm-hmm. I just went purely off of trust. But they were telling you, they were like, this is the car. You want this car. Yeah, they were like, it's got all the bells and whistles, and boy, does it. My, my, my car now is a 2015. My old one was a 2019. I didn't have half the shit that I do now. Mm-hmm. Like, And it's also really interesting because, like, going to get the car, like, when he came home, he was so upset because he was, like... Because I didn't come home with a different car. Exactly. But the day that we went to go get it, we went right around closing. So, like, jerk bags on us. Oh, yeah. But... But that was after me doing snow mm-hmm. for 
10 hours Mm -hmm. the second time in the week. Mm -hmm. But me and the kids were sitting inside of the car dealership watching him check out the car for the first time. And he kept getting in and out of the car. And he was like... Looking around, like, is this my car? Yeah, like, because is this it was for real? so nice. I didn't, I didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it. And then we pulled off skirt skirt in the new whip. Mm-hmm. And he even changed over one of the kids' uh, car seats so that Jewel could ride. Yeah, Jewel. Home asked, with she's him. like, oh, I want to ride in your new car, Dad. And I'm like, all right, bud, hop in. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's freaking out on the way home, like asking a million and one questions, and I'm just trying to figure out how to drive this thing. <laughs> like I didn't test drive it, I did nothing, but it has I everything. got I got the perfect car. Mm-hmm. Like it truly was a blessing, and I'm extremely thankful for it. Lower car payment, way better on gas. Beautiful, like incredible. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> your boy got a raise. Where the fuck did that come from? I know. Started off the week, just a regular old week. Excited because we got these unit inspections and I'm like, all right, we get to go through every house. Like, we'll be able to get a jump on things. It's been tiring, but then boom, here you go. This was effective yesterday. Excuse me. And it's like getting all that overtime the past two weeks waiting for that check, roughing it mm-hmm. these past two weeks yeah. to then see what my paycheck is. And then it's like, all right, it's going to be all right. But a raise on top of that, this mm-hmm. is going to be like the new normal. I feel like this overtime check was a test, a, a test, a taste oh, of yeah. what's to come. Yeah. Because like I worked my ass off and I was fucking beat. But this paycheck is incredible. Yeah. And th- so this is like the new normal. That's crazy. It most likely might be. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, we got some good news. And that was it. I do. And like looking back on it, I feel bad complaining like every episode. Like it's so hard. It, I know it it's was. hard for most people. It was. And it still is. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> it's not like 100 percent better. No, no, no. I know. I just mean like I feel bad for complaining so much. No, I know. Openly. We're just whining <laughs> We're just to whining. these people. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Just as quick as those bad moments are, like, the good moments will come too. Because mm-hmm. who knows, in the next couple months, we'll probably be like, it got hard again. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Wah. Like. Wah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But one topic. Is there any other topics we wanted to hit that was... No, we saw this TikTok and it really... Side note, I have... It's not a hot take, but a quick thought. Okay. Going back to it. TikTok is the new Wikipedia. Right? Hear me? Think about it. I, I had to write this down because, like, I've been thinking about how much we say it on every episode. Yeah. We sound like tinfoil had people like, on TikTok, I saw this. <laughs> and, like, we sound crazy. The but, the, where the tinfoil hat people. But wait, whenever we update our um our picture is gonna have a tinfoil hat? No. Yes, please. No. <laughs> we both have to have a Jesus piece on. Oh jeez. <laughs> I said TikTok is the new Wikipedia. Anyone can post, stitch, duet, change, and all the old people say you can't trust it slash use it as a reliable source for information. 
So the same way us growing up when the internet was still like yeah, just the internet and just on a computer and having to go to Wikipedia, everyone was like, don't trust Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It's not a reliable source. You were never allowed to cite it in school. That was so annoying. Because I got most of get, my information exactly. from it. And, then, and you would get the exact same information, but Wikipedia, you don't have to go through all these separate things. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I was terrible at citing sources. Fuck that MLA format. Like, I love doing I that. I quit that shit at hack. Like, I love doing that. I remember I basically had you do all my papers yes, in college. I, yeah, I did a good job. I'm like, give me the format. I'll write it out, edit mm-hmm. it, boom. I love citing sources. I hate writing. Mm-hmm. At least in that way. But, yeah, speaking of which, in college, I had my speech class, and she was like, you can't use Wikipedia. But this kid did a loophole and made his speech about Wikipedia so he could use it. And, like, his ending tagline was, like, something along the lines of, um, while Wikipedia might not be, like, a reliable source and you can't use it often or something... Maybe one day your teacher will let you talk about it anyway. Or, like, basically some, like, quippy thing yeah. that was super witty. And the teacher was like, hmm, well played. Like, you you did that. That uh-huh. was good. And it was a really informative speech about it. So flipping it to now, it's like we find everything on TikTok. There's cooking tips, cleaning tips, gardening tips. I'm constantly saving something on how to, like, store food or new recipes. Like, that's where we get everything. Mm-hmm. Um, information-wise, because people trust TikTok more than the news, at least from what I see, because it's like, all right, we're citing what the news is saying, but we're fact-checking everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I might sound crazy, might sound naive. I do try and go to other sources, but my other sources are other TikTok creators that use other sources themselves. And the ones that actually cite their sources in their TikToks, I'm like, all right, let me check that out. Mm-hmm. Or I see something and it sounds preposterous and I'm like, this is bullshit. I can skip past this. Like, I'm able to... uh, Discern? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. Discern between, like, someone just talking out of their ass because they have the free will to Mm -hmm. and someone who's actually being informative. Like, I saw something someone was saying about, like, how weed lets you tap into the access of, like, (sighs) your perception and you can control it. Like, in something about hallucinating, they were like, oh, that's not just random things. That's your imagination. You can learn how to control. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it was one of those, like, three to five minute videos. And I'm oh, like, no. I, nope. I watched 30 seconds. Once I heard her say, you can control whatever that way, I'm like, nah, you're, you're bullshitting. So, fun fact, um, I went to college for mass communications and media studies, Mm -hmm. which is a bridge between news, like mass media, and then also social media, and it the way that we communicate to the masses and how that works and everything. So, I remember reading in my textbook um, in one of my last semesters about how news media is owned. So they basically wrote in the textbook without saying it that this person created this network and this person created that network and then this network outbought that one and all of this. And it was like, so now all of these networks are under this umbrella. Mm-hmm. And it's basically was saying about how everything is owned by mm-hmm. the same two, three things. Mm-hmm. And 
I was like, all right, I've seen this diagram before about how, like on the internet, about how, you know, these medias are owned by certain corporations or people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when I went through school, they, um, for social media classes specifically, they would have you take tests through about halfway through the semester. And it would be like fact versus fiction. And they would use people's tweets or people like even as like towards the end, like TikToks and stuff to be like, they're not citing any sources. So that automatically means that it's like fake news or whatever. And they would use that term like fake news or um, fact checking. Uh And so fact checking, even in school for students has become such a big buzzword to use so but then, you also have to like fact checks your facts mm-hmm. like yeah you have to fact check your fact check that's what i meant to say yeah so when we were leaving school and having like discussions and conversations the amount of times that people would attack one another over fact checking i was like wow this seems pretty calculated to me and everything now is about everyone being right yes we can't have opinions anymore. <laughs> it just has to be factually correct and nothing else. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I was a stay-at-home mom and then we got pregnant with Theo. And so I obviously never pursued the degree. But, you know, the thought of working for... You tried. I did try, but not that hard. <laughs> I did apply to 72 jobs, but... <laughs> Jeez, and none of them got back. That no. just goes to show you. Except for one mm-hmm. that was for a private... De- oh, yeah, the detective Yeah, thing. a private detective wanted me to, like, do their social media. I'm like, what the that fuck does that mean? That completely defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're, you're fucking backwards. No. So anyways, my point with all of this is that, like, mass media, as an observer, when you're not in the loop of it, like just scrolling through TikTok or Instagram, if you take a back seat for a second and just are like, wow, this is how we communicate. Mm-hmm. And these people are stitching these people and they're talking to other people, like stitching like TikTok, not like, yeah. you know what I mean? And these people are talking to these people and, and you have four stitched videos in one video to make one collective thought. That's- and it's all everyone either agreeing, disagreeing. Mm-hmm. And, like, some people adding perspective or giving opposing perspectives, mm-hmm. which then entangles, like, the facts slash feelings thing. Mm-hmm. Like, TikTok used to just be musically. Mm-hmm. We used to only dance there mm-hmm. and lip sync. Mm-hmm. And now this is, like, our best access to knowledge. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that... The other thing about it is I did see another video. I don't know if you've seen this one, but um, basically this guy was saying that, like, the person that's outraged about their husband not doing this specific thing for them. That orange peel thing? Yes, is a skit. Yeah. And, you know, this hus- or this boy mad about whatever this girl is doing, that's a skit. Mm-hmm. Right? So people come on to the internet and they're like, I'm mad about this specific event that happened. It's very specific to what's going on in my life. So the orange peel or whatever the case may be. My boyfriend didn't tie my fucking shoe for me. Whatever the case may be, right? Uh-huh. They give, they bring to you, the viewer, a specific scenario and you're forced to pick a side. Mm. And so you watch that 
with the collective knowledge. Uh You watch that with the collective knowledge that the internet has because you know that at any given time, the internet swings one way or another. Yeah. And you, you use that collective thought to then pull that scenario that that person you're watching is talking about into your own life. Uh-huh. So then you take that feeling and you direct it you towards it the person, else. yes, that you either live with or married to or are dating. And then re-record yourself doing it. Exactly. To continue to perpetuate to the scenario. To prove the point. What? That's, is that the algorithm? Yeah, I think is so. That but basically that's basically what the algorithm is. But that's is what though? I'm saying is that like take a backseat as an observer. That's what I mean is that you see something, you make a decision, you feel it, you project it. And not and like – And the cycle begins. Not like the algorithm of like what you see because mm-hmm. of course that's based on like what you like, comment because you go into comments and it's like – oh, That's the algorithm of existence That's right what now. I'm saying. Yeah. Like the algorithm of how they control our thoughts yes. and feelings. Yeah. Ooh, we're definitely getting tinfoil hat. <laughs> this took a crazy dive. All because back to the main premise of this, of us seeing a TikTok, the I think it was the same guy who was like mentioning the skit thing, but he said Oh, the, is it really? Yeah. It's crazy. I, I think it's the same guy. <laughs> just to give his credit, his name is just AG. And he said, the internet evolving into cable TV. And he was talking he he made a lot of crazy points, but I know everyone's seen that other TikTok of, like, the garage band singing the song, I'm Too Young for Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That plays in my mind so much because, like, with how fast the internet's moving and how much of our lives are on the internet, it feels like I'm a lot older than what I am, which also gives me that imposter syndrome of, like, still feeling like a kid mm-hmm. just with adult, like, responsibilities and freedom. Mm-hmm. Like, I still just feel like that 16-year-old that just looks 10 years older and I'm that and also seeing capable, I'm caring for the well-being of four people total now seeing like eight, 16 to like 19 year olds be nostalgic about their preteens when like phones weren't that impressive it was just like the beginning of like musically and shit I'm yeah. like dude you've literally had a phone for like six years you, yeah. there's no reason for you to be nostalgic shut up yeah and we grew up in the same tidal wave as the internet. And one of the things that AG was saying was like, the internet used to just be allocated to one room or one thing. Like, It was casual it, content. It, it was casual content. And like, well, the, I think he was talking about how that turned into the, like the modern age. Cause mm-hmm. before we, we all had a computer room. There was a family computer until there was the like mm-hmm. wave of laptops and everyone got personal access to the internet. Yeah, because when it was just a laptop, or I'm sorry, a desktop in a room, mm-hmm. when the computer used to be in one room, the mm-hmm. internet was just blogs and chat rooms. That was it. MySpace, Facebook at its beginning stages, chat rooms, AIM. AOL, yeah, dial-up, mm-hmm. like, and now we literally have Wi-Fi everywhere and and can have access to the entire world at any given moment. Mm-hmm. So. He was mentioning how, like, all these content creators are just becoming, like, everyday entertainers Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know if you know anything about them, but, like, the IRL streams where rather than just streaming on Twitch or anything else like that, doing something and, like, streaming at certain times, people are just streaming their daily life, like, their waking life all day. 
They take the streams outside with them. They go do something. Like there's people. What? It's like there's camera crews around these people at all times, and they're surrounded by security when they go into public places, and then they intermingle with the quote-unquote like elites of our entertainment industry, whether it's athletes or musicians. So like if you've ever heard of Aiden Ross, not trying no. to name drop this guy. He's no. not going to do shit to me. He doesn't fucking know me. I don't know who Probably never going to hear this. <laughs> He's on this site called Kick, which is a streaming site, and it's mainly like all they do is gamble on there. And he's, like, best friends with Drake and, like, got him on his cell phone. And, like, they're, everyone's starting, like, there's this whole wave of influencer boxing. Like, oh, people yes. aren't I, I do doing the sport of boxing the way that they used to, like, growing up as kids or joining a gym and then going. It's, like, these influencers are starting beefs. Just and then <laughs> And then they're, like, set up a fight. Mm-hmm. And then for some odd amount of money. Another streamer or another content creator who has more money, more resources, set up the fights and, like, build up this whole beef. Like, I've kept up on a lot of, like, the influencer fights and what's going on. Like, uh, Logan Paul, have you ever heard of any of his fights? And, like, or Jake Paul and him being, yeah. like, like, that whole route was crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because, like, these people just started off, some of them with just six-second vines. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting a media blast of them from a podcast. Like, Logan Paul, for example, he has a podcast. He does... Um, Prime w Water? He, ha he has his own... Um, he, he has his own beverage, like Prime. Mm -hmm. Of course, they have merch. Um, he's in the WWE, like... He, he has all these different avenues where you see him at all times, but then he also has his backstory of just every video he's ever done on YouTube and, like, all his controversies that came up, but it just used to be him on yeah. fucking Vine and Musical.ly, and then we went from seeing six seconds of people having to be funny and having to entertain, which I think is what, like, kind of fucked us in that short-form entertainment. Oh, and, yeah. Like, I've even noticed myself, I haven't been able to sit through longer YouTube videos the way oh, that yeah, I, me I've been. I constantly am switching, looking for the next thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, the constant dopamine dump and whatnot. I'm rambling. I'm hitting all the points at once because my brain is firing on all cylinders. So please cut me off or say something. No, I was actually interested <laughs> in what you were saying. Anyway. There's this whole culture of entertainment, like, blending and bleeding into each other. Mm -hmm. And everyone and their mom, like, now has a podcast to where podcasts, like... Oh, I can oversaturated see, I was going to say, fuck. I'm seeing the trend of podcasts being oversaturated because now everyone has a podcast just to be on TikTok just to put, put clips out. Whereas we've had this podcast, haven't recorded a thing, which I'm like, I feel like that's better for us. Yeah. I'm glad we've never recorded. I don't want people to look at me. Fair enough. <laughs> but, like, then there are other TikToks being funny, like, oh, we're stopping random white guys from getting podcasts just to talk about nonsense. But mm -hmm. then you see other ones where they're like, do you know this theory? And it's all about pop culture. Uh -huh. And it's all about nostalgia from when we were kids, remembering all these crazy shows and learning all these backstories or creating these theories of like how they're all connected and like everything is just for a clip for short form content because mm -hmm. i'm in my mind i have gone not only in my mind but like 
in my mind I think about it and then I go to some of these podcast pages and I'm like You're not I talking can't, about I can't, anything. I can't sit through your podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waiting for the clip that you said on TikTok. Yeah. And you have thirty three minutes of just bullshit. Uh huh. <laughs> and you got one good clip out of that. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like I still try not to judge too critically of like other podcast creators that are just trying to do something out here. But I like I feel like we put a little bit more effort into ours. Mm-hmm. Whereas like we could have good clips, but even when we share it, like we just share a picture and a link. We're like, go listen. Yeah. Like we're chilling. Yeah. And that's another thing AG was talking about with the casual content being so much like we don't even do throwback Thursdays anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't just post regular pictures of like our food. Mm-hmm. Like he said, everything's a 1080p 4K image that's like studio quality, and like nothing, nothing seems raw or real anymore. Mm-hmm. And people are too scared to be. And we're seeing more finsta dumps. And like we literally created finstas just so we can shit post. Mm-hmm. Because like we were se- doing in the beginning. Because it seems funnier. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, haha! I have this quirky separate page to show you that I can have myself together, but this is who I really am on the inside. When I just won't show you on my real page <laughs> because I can't subject myself to the internet judging me there. Yeah, when realistically, which also we've done. we started out that way. Yep, we used You're to not have quirky man that crush was the Monday. Be- Woman Crush Wednesday, Throwback Thursday, Flashback Friday. Like we created a hashtag for everything, and it's like now hashtags don't even really work anymore. Phones They're pointless. first came from us uh, sending pictures of our phone. Or sent, <laughs> Whoa, you really stroked out there. <laughs> Phones eat first came from when we were do we were just every time we ate picture every time mm-hmm. we ate picture. Mm-hmm. How how much of your timeline on uh, your Instagram was when, like food? when I first got it? It was either food or like that was I would say like what twenty ten mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. That was with like that whole style. So everyone posted those crazy edited pictures because oh. we worked our way <laughs> off of MySpace and Facebook because uh-huh. MySpace is where everyone learned basically how to code. And, like, create (laughs) the craziest pages. Like, I remember I had a Jabberwockies background and, like, all the music that you would play on there. Mine was, I don't remember what the background was, but I had a Fall Out Boy song. And my profile picture was of a a baby bunny. (laughs) Oh, wow. See, like, now people do that. Going back to the reference of posting a throwback Thursday, if someone posts throwback hashtag throwback thursday you read that and you're like you're such a millennial mm-hmm. you instantly subcategorize somebody mm-hmm. and judge them based on the way the internet has already gone far beyond that mm-hmm. and it's like now we use finstas and separate instagram pages not only to gain more followers but to comedically bypass like being judged by other people mm-hmm. and just shit posting for the sake of looking quirky or funny and not be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But at also, point five. but be, yeah, at point <laughs> five, just showing big foreheads, like, mm-hmm. like just post them anyway. Just mm-hmm. do what you want. Mm-hmm. But also, like, everyone's going to follow the, the tide of the internet and which way it's going, mm-hmm. which 
is crazy that it's basically got like a collective hive mind of us. I'm like, actually really grateful that like even though like you and I grew up when like iPhones were coming out and like kids slowly as we were going through high school got iPhones and just had phones in general that mm-hmm. like I didn't have to go to a birthday party or um, a party or a school event or whatever and have a phone in my fucking face the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like I look back at that and I'm like, oh, wow, technology has come so far. And like we really did go through like a lot of the thick of it of like testing out the limits of not like the limits of social media, but like the limits of like uh What's acceptable? What's acceptable, I guess. And I mean that in the way how, like, um, Snapchat used to have the friends list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Instagram, you know, used to have a, a timeline that was in order of when things got posted. And then you could <laughs> look at it chronologically. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, back then, even though that was only 10, 12 years ago. 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. I'd say 10 or less. No. no I graduated 10, 10 years ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 10, 15 years ago. That, um, I guess it's just interesting to, like, now be able to look back at it and be like, oh, I'm grateful that, like, there wasn't a phone in my face the entire time. Or, like, not every square inch of my life was recorded by a phone. Like, mm-hmm. I have... SIM cards for cameras that have Mm -hmm. my photos of my high school experience because uh, they were still separate. Yeah. Even though we had iPhones, we still carried around cameras. Yeah. No, everything used to be, like you said, separate. So, like, you'd have an iPod for music, you'd have your cell phone, Mm -hmm. you'd have a camera, and then if your family had the money, you'd have a GPS in your car. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas now you have all that in one thing. So it's like, all right, what else can I do to fill those separate things that I had? Mm Mm-hmm. And what else did uh, the guy say? Like, how basically these people are acting roles, trying to seem like they're, like, similar or relatable to us? Yeah, so basically he was saying that, like, what you used to see on the TV, how you would watch content or television or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. and then there would be an ad. Now we're to the point that the professional entertainers that are our content creators they give us the ads that we can sit through Mm -hmm. because we're willing to watch their content Mm -hmm. because they make the amount of money yeah that they can be lavish but also play relatable at the same time so what we now in our minds think especially like i would say um i'm going to use like a more like women's example Mm -hmm. is that having a white kitchen with white countertops and like the marble the marble uh black white and gray yeah that is normal everybody should have that yeah that's achievable that's normal and if you don't have that then like you're in the struggle yeah but that's not true that's not true at all Sorry. No, I was, I was, thinking I was trying about to see where ki- you were going to. I was thinking about the kitchen, and I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely just spaced and, like, stared through me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. No, that's funny. But anyway, so, yeah. That like, also but, bothers me, too. Like, it's not only, like, now we we have the button to skip an ad. Mm-hmm. And, like, ads seem so inconvenient where it's like, sometimes I miss a good commercial. Mm-hmm. Like Oh, oh, oh. 
O'Reilly's <laughs> Auto Parts. <laughs> I can't stand you. Good jingles. There are no good jingles anymore because everything has to be five seconds or less mm-hmm. to keep our attention span. And like, even with having ads on a YouTube video, there's still sponsors during the video. So we're still being advertised to just by our content creators. Then we see them create separate sponsored content on their social media. And they can do the sneaky else. thing where they do product placement. Yeah. And they don't have to say anything about it. But and they it's get subconscious paid to marketing. Mm-hmm. But they get Fuck the money that. just to have an energy drink sit next to them. Yeah. I know. I've really had to deconstruct, like, what's normal and what's not normal lately. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the white kitchen... White couches, gray walls, like beige everything. Yeah, beige, white everything is not the norm mm-hmm. at all. Like, what? A, like, uh, you you know that comforter that we slept with for so long? It was my great grandma's. Yeah. What happened to stuff like that? Why can't we have like things that have been passed down to us and like that's cool and like you don't have to every like original wood thing you don't have to cover in white paint Mm -hmm. if it has original wood maybe leave some of it i've been seeing that with like architecture Mm -hmm. like how everything used to be specifically designed and there were like jobs for that like Mm -hmm. but now it's just for the ease of convenience saving money cost efficiency and like i don't even understand how people can like feel like I can't feel creative right now when I'm constantly being marketed to that, like, I should want. And you should have this next thing. Yeah. So, like, how are people even creative at this point if, like, apparently everybody has or wants the same thing? Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a weird battle internally. Even to the point, even to the point of, <clears throat> like... I'm, I'm still going with the interior decorating, like, thing. Um, <laughs> minimalism. Yeah. Maximalism. Why do we have a, a name category for every single thing? I'll tell you so we can Pinterest it. Ooh. So I can make a Pinterest board of everything that I want in that thing. Where even all though, these companies are owned by just a single corporation that's a mega corporation led by Black, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, and all these other... Oh, my God. You're <laughs> we're all just propagandized by the same people. We don't really have choice between all these brands and things we choose from. They're all owned by the same company. That is true. We're being fed poison. We're being lied to. That's true. Sorry, I took my tinfoil hat off for a second. (laughs) Had to get it back on there. Am I keeping that in? Yeah, you're keeping that in. Yeah. No, that is true. That's all true. I saw a side... it's all just... I'm sorry, we're jumping down a rabbit hole, but I have to tell you this. Here we go. I think Juan sent me a video earlier of um, this lady. It's like Moms in America or something, I think her page is. And Mm -hmm. she was standing out front of uh, Panera, and she was saying that Panera tested the highest out of all fast food companies for... Glyphosate. Glyphosate. Which is a pesticide. Mm -hmm. It's It's the main ingredient in Roundup. So if you have Roundup, don't use it. Mm-hmm. It's cancer-causing. And we're eating it. And we're eating it. It's in our wheat. I've seen that we have microplastics in our rainwater. Don't know how true that is, but I guess some, we'll something to think about. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well. And don't DM us on some fact-checking shit. No, go ahead. We're here for open discussion. 
Don't DM me. <laughs> you can DM this guy. No, I'll hear, I'll hear just about anything out unless you sound ridiculous, but it's like. I'm a mom. I don't have time. I know. I don't really have the time either. I'm not going to answer. Exactly. That's why I said shit. don't DM us. I'm just us. talking this shit. That's why I said don't DM us, not because I don't want to. I'm just observing and living my life in accordance. That's you what do I've the been, same. Yeah, this is that's not what an I've been influence. doing a lot of lately is like I've been seeing all of these like, you know, in that same video, the uh, the one about the professional entertainers and uh, whatever that he was saying that we're too young for nostalgia. And is that the name of that song? I think so. Yeah. But it plays in my head. Just I haven't that part. heard it. Because I'm too young for nostalgia. Talks about selling his Nintendo Wii for wow. like... 30 bucks or something, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I've been taking, like, a real backseat lately, and I'm trying to reestablish what technologies are actually useful and necessary and which aren't. And the one thing that I keep hitting a wall with, and I guess this goes in with entertainment, but, like, the necessariness of, or the necessity of uh, social media. No, mm-hmm. not social media. Streaming. Streaming platforms. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, all of that. and um, I miss cable. Me too. I miss just being able to flip a channel. I miss the purpose of going to the movies because I didn't go see the Barbie movie this summer because I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I just waited a few months and it was on Max. For free. For free. That is, that's an industry that's probably going to die soon. I'm going to miss the movies. Back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. I cut you off. That's okay. Um, The necessity of streaming platforms and great. I can not see a movie and then look at it on a streaming platform, but I see the hindrance that it has on our daughter and how she can get every dopamine hit she desires by fast forwarding and rewinding and pausing and skipping. Yeah. the, The battle to not make your kid a tablet kid. In these times because we have to make do with everything and, like, constantly be doing something. So putting something to pacify a kid and just get them to sit still for a little bit, like, yeah, it's an easy solution, but it's not good. Like, literally, we know, like, all right, if we give Jewel the tablet, she's going to be mean the rest of the day. Yeah. It's 100% guaranteed. Today was the first day that she's had it in three months. Yeah. And, like, she literally will... We're like, all right, Jewel, it's time to be done. And she grabs onto it and wraps her body around it because she doesn't want it to go away. Because she knows she won't have it for another three months. Well, yeah, but, like, (laughs) she fiends over it. And, like, we got to put on restrictions. Abby puts on, like, the touchscreen thing to where she can't change anything. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, and that also being some parents don't watch for the access that their kids really do have or things that seem kid-friendly and are... That's a different rabbit hole. Not going there. Not going there. So um, the other day I went up in the attic and (coughs) my TV that I grew up with in my bedroom. Emerson with a VHS attached to it. Exactly. We're bringing the 2000s back. So it works, but it's there's a piece that needs to be fixed because it's having a hard time pulling out the tape of Mm -hmm. the VHS. I have all of my favorite DVDs or VHSs saved in a box. And it's ready to go for her to use. She's excited to use it. But the best part of it is that she has to wait for it to rewind. Mm -hmm. She has to, like, 
sit there and wait to watch to see where she wants to stop She gets to, to experience at. TV static. Yes. Yes. So I have this little mini TV. It's a VHS attached to it. Um, hopefully, we fingers crossed, we can get it fixed. Um, if not, I, I have no problem going to find like an old VHS TV combination or yeah. a player because this feels like a better idea than paying for seven different streaming platforms mm-hmm. just to be able to watch a total of like four shows. Like we have Paramount Plus for two shows. Literally. Disney Plus for two shows. When I could just buy the DVDs. Yep. And then she could watch it as much as she wanted to. So that's the point is that like I would rather have like the VHS or the DVD and VHS set. You know what I'm talking about? How I had both. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we can go to the store and she can pick out you know, Peppa Pig, or she can pick out whatever the case may be. Then I know exactly what she's watching because she can only have that one thing. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, once it's in and it's playing, it's not easy to rewind. Yeah. It's not easy to get it to, like, to do, uh, to manipulate it, to do whatever you want it to do. It's so not she has screen. to sit through it and watch it. We sound like crazy. We do sound crazy, but, like, that was our childhood. Yeah. Why can't they have that? Because. I'm glad we're figuring this out with Jewel, though, and not when Theo is old enough to, like, have the same problem. Yeah. No, it's really hard, like, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard not to judge people that, like, especially me working in maintenance and being in and out of houses and how other people, like, treat their kids. This is something I subconsciously pick up on. Mm-hmm. And I see like, I can see when, when I got to go in to fix something, I can see like what a kid's playing with or what they have on the TV or what the parents doing while the kids by themselves or like I'm working in the basement and the kids running around following me and no one knows what's going on or like, it, I see a lot of stuff. I see a lot of stuff and it really makes me evaluate what I'm doing and not in a sense of me being like, oh, I'm better. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the better thing. No, I'm doing what I feel like is best for me. Mm -hmm. Our daughter goes to a nature school. If we, (laughs) if we were in those people's shoes, we'd understand those circumstances that lead them to that decision. Mm -hmm. I can't knock anybody for it. We're all just trying. When we got Jules' tablet, like the the pink one from years ago, Mm -hmm. um, we did that with the intention that like, oh, we have the money for this. Let's get her this thing. She deserves it. Like Mm -hmm. we want to provide for her. It it was a way for her to learn. There was like ABC games and whatnot. But then like once she figured out how to use it Mm because kids are smart, like even Theo grabs our phone. Mm-hmm. And is attached to it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yet we don't give it to them. Yeah. Like it's like almost in their own DNA to be able to mess with technology and understand it. Yeah. And I don't want to like keep it from them so that they're not like they're incapable of using it. Right. That would never literally It's never more so happen. for the sake of like there hijacking their limit. brain. Yeah. There has to be a limit. Yeah. And Technology being 90% of their day doesn't fly with me. Yeah. Technology being 50% of their day doesn't fly with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, Jewel's at the point that, like, getting her to be in a healthy relationship with technology is a real power struggle. So, like, I'm like, turn off the TV. We're doing this craft. So we we'll have sit down. to eat dinner by candlelight. In order for her to chill out. 
like darkness. True, true candlelight. With one candle. Mm-hmm. We experimented with it one night. Jewel loves it. Mm-hmm. And now we, we eat in the dark. Yep. <laughs> we got to get more candles. I know. But yes. <laughs> we're, we're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. And the tablet was not allowed to stick. No. Just because, like, again, we see what's happening in the hijacking of, like, grown adults and, like, how much we need our phone. And we questioned ourselves, like, again, thinking of our kids in the future, like, why can't my mom or dad leave the room without their phone? Yeah. Like, we got Jewel basically trained anytime we sit on our phone too long in front of her when she's talking. She's like, hey, put down your phone. Uh-huh. Get off it. Yeah. And it, it's like a good check every time. Like, oh, oh, okay, We even bad. recently talked about, we haven't implemented it yet, but we did recently talk about like. We talked about it on here. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did. About putting our phones away? I think so. Well, we need to start doing that. Yeah. We have not <laughs> followed through with it. But at the same time. We're also pretty good about. We're pretty busy anyway. So yeah. it's like. The, the only time we're on our phone is when either of us have a second of silence mm-hmm. between kids, like, doing something. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, like, spending more time, like, uh, what were we doing the other day, me and the kids? I was, Theo was playing with the train set. Jewel was watching Peppa Pig, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had the volume on low, and she ended up playing with something else. And I sat on the couch, and I crocheted, and everybody was happy. Nice. And I was like, cool. Nice. Theo's learning how to beatbox and dance more. He oh, loves yeah. it. He loves beatboxing. And every time I beatbox for him, he starts grooving his little body. Yeah. A little scrunch. Wow, we went on a tangent. <laughs> oh, yeah. we. <laughs> it was a slip and slide all the way through. Shoots and ladders. Yep. Yep. We <laughs> fell down a lot of rabbit holes. There's no moral to all of this. This is just everything we've been going through lately. Yeah, this is this week's problem. Well, this month's problem. Yeah. Not even months. We've been working on this for a little bit. Just haven't really talked about it. So it's like, as knowledgeable as I'm becoming on all this, I have to be on my phone to learn it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to a library to read about something when I can just pull it up on my phone. Yeah. The way that people that are older than us used to tell us, like, we used to have to go read it and find it and then cite it. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas us, it's like, I can get you an answer for anything you need right now. Yeah. And then just the overconsumption of entertainment at all times of the day. Yeah. We are always entertained, whether it's from content creators we watch. Because, like, now it's not even called TV or acting. Like, mm-hmm. the job of content creator, I feel like, is... It's so blurred. It's, but it's also surpassing a lot of other things. Like, content creators blend in with the world of actors. Mm-hmm. Some of them are on a higher levels. But it's still also worlds apart at the same time. I saw a video of those two TikTok girls. Mm-hmm. Um, Which ones? <laughs> There's lots. The ones that started it all. Blonde and brown hair. Like, not together. One girl is blonde and one girl is brown. And now they're, like, super famous and rich. Is it Charlie? 
Uh-huh. Her, and Sorry. then I don't know the other girl's name. She has blonde hair. Is it her sister? No. She's a totally separate girl. Mm. She has long blonde hair, whatever the hell her name is. They're separate creators. Mm-hmm. And I saw a video of them dancing together back in, like, 2019, 2020. And it was, like, the caption was, like, this was the beginning of TikTok, and now they're millionaires. Mm. And it's, like, they got famous off of just fucking dancing. Virality also isn't the same anymore. Oh, no. Something being viral used to last a lot longer. I feel like I've said that a million times on this it's podcast. It's like five seconds. If not, I've repeated this in my head. Because, like, remember Damn Daniel? Yeah. And how, like, he went on Ellen and won, like, a lifetime supply of free white vans? <laughs> Now someone Damn, becomes Daniel. Now someone becomes viral and it's like, all right, how do I get viral again tomorrow? Yeah. I need more people to come back tomorrow. Dude, if you don't come back tomorrow, like listener wise, like that's okay. If this isn't for you, that's okay. We were discussing it before we recorded, like just to think that is crazy that even I think one of our best episodes that we did recently, Left Handed Center. Yeah. If you haven't heard that, go back and check it out. That's a really good one. I'm really proud of it. Yeah, me too. Um when we first dropped it, we had 12 people listen to it. Yeah. I could not imagine sitting here just basically conversing with you, mm-hmm. having 12 people silently just watch and listen. That would be so weird. <laughs> so, like, imagining these content creators have 100,000 worry mm-hmm. about getting like, – they're like, I only got 2,000 likes on this. I only got 10,000. Mm-hmm. Get this con- Get this up to – 350,000 likes and I'll do this tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, dude, I can't even name the 12 people that are listening probably. Mm-hmm. Let alone just like it everyone's just being boiled down to a number. Yeah. Because the numbers that are used to watch are what entice all the ads to come mm-hmm. in and to continue. It's like I won't lie to you at this point, I don't care about whatever the monetary growth could be for Mm. this and i you know i don't mind discussing that on here Mm -hmm. because we were talking about it before anyways but um i just like i just like talking about all this shit yeah i use i think i use this more of like an open adult journal for you and i for our kids yeah i think about this in the future and i'm like all right if there's anything when i'm gone that they can pass on like they have this verbatim we have this backed up to a hard drive we got this posted on the internet, however long the internet might last or whatever might happen to it in the future, we're still here. Yeah. But also at the same time, like, we're just another blip on the internet. Yeah. The same way we're a blip in this world. Yeah. For me, the podcast doesn't have, like, a final form no. that I envision it to be because my opinion of what we're doing and how we're doing it changes all the time. I think that's another thing that people aren't okay with anymore. It's like the grind culture, the push culture to constantly keep succeeding, be on top and be number one. People are afraid to be mediocre. Yeah. Whereas like. This is okay if this is mediocre. Like if it's, (laughs) if we got 20 people that listen and we do this for ourselves and have fun with it, like. Yeah. What more do we need? Yeah. I already take care of our family monetarily. Yeah. So what does it like, matter? That yeah, it's more money and it might be an easier way to do it, but then this is still also work. Yeah. Like everyone that streams, everyone that does content creation has to do something every day. So rather than make my everyday life 
just a talent show for other people. Well, yeah, now that you're saying that, like, imagine, like, all the people that have the money to um, make their life aesthetically pleasing in order to be monetized. Mm -hmm. Imagine that everything that you work for, all of your comforts, all of your privacy is just to make money. For other people to watch. Yeah. And I then feel like tell a zoo you, animal. And then tell you that, like, you're too show-offy or, like, you're too this or you're too that or, like, wow, you should really be more humble. Mm-hmm. So not only From are someone you, you will never meet, <laughs> never know. Entertainment for people to be ungrateful about it and say, you shouldn't have that. <laughs> but in the same sense, the people that are making the content are like, oh, my God, look at this $20,000 fucking. <laughs> this is getting a little nihilistic. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Oh, it's that so I out don't of touch. Care about. Didn't you see that? Like that too. Like I keeping up with like celebrity drama or gossip or whatever their moves are doing. Like I saw mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian do some video <laughs> counting how many purses she had from the one brand. Oh my god! And she had a hundred and thirty, but it was the same brand that had that weird kids scandal. The Balenciaga. Balenciaga. She counted how many purses she had, and people were like, "I guess the bag is worth more than your morals." What are we doing? I don't want to be blended in with that. What are we doing? Not that I could, like, reach Kim Kardashian. I don't want to. That's the best part. I don't want to. But, like, what are we doing? (laughs) Her talking about hard work. What did you do? (laughs) What are you doing? You're inspiring people to do what? (laughs) What are you doing? I've seen terrible reviews for her skims. I know. One of um This is me just perpetuating the culture. Yeah. Shitting on someone saying you shouldn't have that. I think we should end it here. I'm good. (laughs) No. Before we end it, before we end it, I just wanted to say that I am so grateful for the people that listen, for the people that come here and everything. If you made it this far, you're a trooper. Yeah, you are a trooper. This is how we actually work. This is how we actually talk to each other. This is, like, the true form of, like, how we come up with topics is we rant until we find it a little more, like, you know, packed down. I just think all day. This is unhinged. This is all I do in my head. (laughs) That's so funny. While also constantly consuming content. Yeah. I've been consuming a lot less content, and I think that's why I have the opinions that I do right now. Because being in the observer stance where it's like, let me observe myself observing the internet. Mm -hmm. That's where I am. And constantly thinking about what Brandon said when he was on. Like, Mm -hmm. imagine walking down the street and someone just shoves a piece of food in your mouth. It's literally called a feed. Yeah. Like, we're mentally consuming at all times, and it's gross. Yeah. Whatever happens with this, I'm okay with. But also, I like to turn off my brain to it yeah. in the most fucked up opposite perspective. No, I can't turn my brain off to it. Because then I'll fall down rabbit holes. I can't do it. But anyways. Um, Bring back the 2000s. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do for our kids. I did say earlier, they go to a nature school. I don't really know how to top that. I don't know what they're I'm They're getting doing. a VHS. That's what yeah, they're getting. Yeah, we're getting VHSs. <laughs> I kept all my old gaming systems. I have Sailor Moon, two movies, 
with the original DIC dub. You can't even buy that anymore. If I want to get more of those, this is a personal tangent. If I want to get more of those, of the original DIC 90s dub, Mm -hmm. I have to get it on eBay because they don't sell it anymore. And this is us monetizing our nostalgia at the same time. Selling our childhood and buying our childhood amongst ourselves because we can no longer get it from anywhere else. Exactly. Like Wonder Balls. But they did bring those back and they fucked them up. Now we got (laughs) Kinder Eggs. Those are nasty. They are. Jewel had one once and she's been scored ever since. <laughs> yeah, I know. She she's never them. asked for them again. <laughs> no, she, she'll point to that and she'll be like, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. I'm going to take off my foil hat for a second. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for riding through an hour of ranting. Not even ranting. We, <laughs> we were spitting facts. We were doing something. We were tinfoil hatting it up. <laughs> Whoever listened to this, I'm sorry. You got an inner workings of my mind laid out in front of you. And that's mild. Yeah, this is very mild. This is tamed, organized chaos. Mm-hmm. There will be more of this. There will be more. Now that we've more. opened yeah. this door. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, man. I know. The, the, being in the observer stance has been leading to all this and this is crazy so Mm -hmm. if there's anything that we're going to do as quote-unquote influencers just Mm -hmm. just observe Mm -hmm. be observant watch what's going on around you yeah and if you haven't heard it yet do you have anything else no i didn't want to cut you off no peace and blessings all right if you haven't heard it yet we hope you have a great day we love you so much peace love and applesauce bye bye